Welcome to African Teapot Podcast. My name is Exi. And my name is Lini. Join us as we journey through Africa's vast variety of culture and heritage. We explore issues most African families face, both home and abroad. Make sure to like, share, and follow this podcast. Join the conversation on social media and let your voice be heard. Welcome listeners, it's a brand new year, 2023. Yes, welcome guys. If you're new, welcome to African Teapot Podcast. As you know, I'm your humble co-host, Exy. And I'm the other half of the co-host, Lini. And? And Lyris. (laughs) (laughs) So Lyris is lending her voice yet again this season to kick off our very first episode and like we said to our returning and our stay die-hearted fans and listeners welcome back to a brand new episode and today's episode is love from the distance right so we're going to be talking about love talking about uh long distance relationships and marriages but before we get into all of that sweet stuff like we said how how was your holiday because we haven't seen you guys since december i mean we haven't heard or spoken to you guys (laughs) since december so let us know how was your holiday i mean some of you have been keeping up on social media but how 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 was your holiday i know we are sisters we all spend it together but how, what was your perspective, Lewis? Feeding yeah. people. You're feeding people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, I keep thinking about like growth for 2023. I think you are now on it's the same fi- path. It's two weeks, 15 days into the new year, but I'm like, how far can I grow in 2023? Hello? Is that what you did in your house? The entire Christmas and New Year? I mean, you cooked and I thought. No, you ate. <laughs> so I mean, basically, she ate for holidays. <laughs> Yes, and um, yes, and uh, uh, friends, family, you know. <laughs> Hopefully, this uh, year, twenty twenty three, new friends, new friends, new connections, networking, you know, growth, like like you said, leaning mm-hmm. rightfully. So all of that sweet stuff. But let us know what you guys think, and, and um, um, we go from there. We might have a couple new projects coming up, but just stay tuned for that for announcements on African Teapot. Of course. (laughs) Thank you, Lyris. And also stay tuned till the end of this episode because we have our love letter segments coming up for, you know, in celebration to Valentine's. And you almost forgot to say, Happy Valentine's! Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Valentine's is coming up in a couple of days. So on um, African Teapot, on social media instagram especially because we are very very active on there on social media let us know what your plans are what you plan to do and if you still have some of those shout outs please don't be embarrassed to dm us dm us and reply to those messages when we get back to you sometimes you guys write and then when we ask questions you guys shy away from it we do not divulge your in- your information no personal information is given out here so it can be totally anonymous if you want to guys make your voice be heard i want to hear it i want to feel it i want to know it okay so that being said let's get into our episode Lini. yes so Lini, you want to let us know what, what we're talking about today or how we're going to kick into this stuff oh, like like you said it's long distance relationships yes and it's actually titled love across distance 
yeah this so it's long distance relationships it's not just africans but you know african people were making it specific but pretty much anyone can relate yeah, anyone can actually relate to this before we begin um i'm sure a lot of people like to know any people with long distance relationships in this room yeah, yeah. What I'm trying, what we are trying to say is, what is long distance relationship no, in the first place? I was just coming from a side. Of are you in a long distance relationship? No, or not in right now, or have been actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. We are getting you. into that. Is there something you're trying to tell us? Yeah, no. maybe you were your sisters, oh and we don't know you've been in a long distance actually, relationship. Let's just keep going. <laughs> I didn't realize I have to want to say that at some point, but okay. <laughs> Alright, okay, sister. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways, guys, so what is long distance relationship actually? I was I would say a long distance relationship is when you're dating someone who is not physically there, like like it's across a distance. It could be but guys, I'm not going to see him li- living like Six meters down the street counts, okay? <laughs> no, so people I, ha- I would think it's uh, it, I would personally think of it like something where you have to travel to see the person. Yeah, I have to travel six minutes. Where you have to travel for hours. To see I mean, so about forty-five minutes. That's a long drive. And if I don't drive, I, did you hear when I said hours, guys? Thank you. So we are keeping this long distance means there has to be a distance. And I think it's when there is a limitation of physical contact with somebody. If you're not seeing somebody, you know, if there are limitations to it, which is strictly distance, Mm -hmm. then that's what a long distance relationship is. Therefore, that term distance and long, (laughs) right? And relationship. And it also means that both of you know that you are in a relationship. Right? Yeah. I mean, I would hate for you to be calling it a long distance relationship. When <laughs> you're just the only one thinking it. So both parties, all three or more, you know, you have polygamy and stuff, you know. Yeah. So if all of you know it's long distance, you're in a relationship, but we know distance is an issue, then you are in a long distance relationship. Brothers and sisters, if you're listening, and you just figured out, I just thought about it, and you just figured that out now, oops, you're in a long distance <laughs> relationship. Anyways, all jokes aside, Can do you know, yeah. It's more like a joke. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, I'm dating someone in Dallas, but traffic takes me three hours to get to them. As we were saying, what was the next question, Edna? <laughs> Guys, all right. Oh, by the way, I'm not dating anyone in Dallas, so I was just, it's a cool scenario. Edna, Lyrics, is there any part of your life you want to keep divulging? I'm not divulging my All life. Right, thank you. You, you know, people listening part? sometimes will be like, what you said is true. They will think that, you know, right? About what? Like, you, when you say Dallas or what, they'll be like, oh, yeah, she's in a relationship. Oh, no, I'm not in a relationship, guys. I'm strictly single. For life! Uh, that was a joke. That was yeah. a, joke a joke that we are laughing at now. Ha 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 ha. Okay, okay anyways, <laughs> now let's actually get into this. Do you know of any long distance relationships and when we say relationships we are not only talking of dating marriages yes long distance relationships every african knows of a long distance relationship or yep. marriage i mean our parents did long distance marriage for a while mm-hmm. yeah so do you, in fact i know a lot yeah. <laughs> a lot of family members and neighbors and stuff are doing are into long distance marriages 
and relationship. I don't know. Lyris is Lyris is making face, so, so it's funny. So, so I'm gonna keep it rolling because we can't seem to get past Lyris' face. When you think of a long-distance relationship, what do you think keeps the relationship going? Like communication, like three years. Yeah, I would say um, just probably you have to maybe do a lot of texting. If you're not a texter, then they'll probably make out time to call each other mm-hmm. uh, or not make out time so people are already in a flow mm-hmm. they don't feel like you're making you should not feel like you're making out time but I'm just you should just flow you should just flow with it but I just have to use the words to um, convey the message I would also say actually let me leave it to the rest to say some other stuff that I'm thinking about uh, I think maybe these days technology does a lot to keep FaceTime long distance relationships I know this is good. Guys, disclaimer. Okay, this is going to sound, but I think wait, people now have virtual, intimate things happening via phone. Sexting? Sexting is one of them. Or, and, you know, other, other stuff, guys. Yeah. I mean, just if you want to know for your personal purposes, research. <laughs> or, or, or DM us. Or hit us up in the DMs. Yes. <laughs> Slide into a DMs and be like, okay, guys, what are those intimate things people can do via technology? And those things come with risk, by the way, which is a completely different conversation from today. Oh, yeah. It has its own risk of using, you know, technology and being intimate. You know, mm-hmm. we, we are not saying, we are not, we are not here to say the right way for relationships to work or the wrong way. That's just a disclaimer, actually. We are just saying those things that make relationships long-distance relationships, things that we think sustain that relationship or do not sustain the relationship, right? And I feel like to keep a long-distance relationship, you need to trust the other person. Mm-hmm. If I don't trust you, like, it's... My nose is for three years. If I don't trust you, then no one's keeping it. Facts. Money. Be- <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You need the money to pay the flight to get where you need to go. No, so but money. if he's giving you the money to pay the flight, he's still giving you money to take care of yourself. Hey. But it still comes yeah, with a level not, of trust. Yeah. Because I need to trust that when I give you the money, you're actually going to buy the ticket. Like, yeah, yes. I will come see you. But out of that, if you give me money to take care of myself, thank you for your Lyrics. services. Again, let's say something. We're talking about serious relationships. relationships. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying to be funny between but these girls are not feeling it today. <laughs> I'll be on my best behavior. <laughs> no, okay. Anyways, what else do we think keep relationships going? Uh, like you said, trust. I believe loyalty goes a long because you want to believe that whoever you're in relationship and with the, is and loyal to you. One, love, love is not enough. Isn't that amazing that we started saying long distance relationship and nobody said love? Because, okay, because personally, I believe. And love is not enough to keep a long distance relationship. Facts, true. And love kind of consists, all those things kind of bunch onto love. I mean, okay. and again, love is important, but I feel like you need more than love to keep it going. And you do need more than trust. You kind of need a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's kind of like making a pot of party stew. You need the oil. And you need the party. Hey. And you need people that will vibe. May I just add, I was not the one who digressed from the... It's so, we can digress. This is a metaphor. I'm like, I'm comparing long-distance relationship and what sustains it to a pot of party stew. I'll compare your marriage to that. God forbid. <laughs> Anyways, communicate on and all of that. Okay, so why do we think most Africans practice long-distance relationships or marriages? Because we all say we know a lot of people. 
you know, why do we think that? Uh, okay. We can um, start from our parents. I would say, I mean, it, I don't... No, I'm just trying to give everyone okay, the perspective. I just want to give it, like, a broad perspective. I don't yeah. want to limit it. Mm-hmm. I would say it's unintentional. Some people are intentional, but some of them are unintentional. You, yeah. you guys are married, and you go to look for greener pastures. You get school admission. You get work somewhere else. It could be anything. So mm-hmm. half of those are intentional. I've been getting you for two years or, or whatever now. And you, oh, we've been and, married. Yeah. For, and you yeah. get a job that's six hours away. And it pays bills. And it pays well. Maybe I need maybe I need to stay here because I'm still doing school. I need to stay with the kids. I need to, maybe there's that. Right. And you need to go. So then it's unintentional. They didn't mean to get into it. But at that time, it's the best option they have. True. True. Actually, you summed it up pretty nicely. Yeah. Where it's, the, I, I really can't add much to it. It's. Oh wow! The, I feel so. <laughs> no, I feel like all of those things happen. Most often, people, in as much as we have that little percentage that choose instead of them ending relationships, because someone said this on African Teapot, right? When I put the survey going on there, somebody said some people choose to be in long distance relationships because they want to fade out of the actual relationship so there are people who've taken jobs far away because they don't want to break up with you there are people who've taken admissions in schools far away because they want to take breaks from their marriages True, true. You understand? So that also brings a different dynamic to it. I was going to say that, but again, they would have said I'm the bearer of bad news. So <laughs> no, like, but I think that's a factor. Some people, like, it's happened to a friend I know. That is the way they fade. Right. And why? Okay. That, the breaking up is a conversation for another episode. Yes. It seems that will take you too far. But getting a job, I feel like that's a drastic move to break up with someone. Okay, it is, personally, but... I feel like some people are cray-cray, and if I need to run, I will run. I mean, Also, I, I just think that if someone was really thinking about getting a job, nah, I might as well just get a job in some other place, it could be a new adventure. Sometimes it's not that far of a stretch from what you already want to do. If I wanted True. to travel, hey, I might as well travel to another continent, not another, <laughs> co- not another country in the US. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. So it's all just based on their, what they think is work for them and right if you're willing to take on the sum cost and in a pure african sense do you know why some people do long distance there's someone in america good opportunities and you're back home and yeah well i mean they're a catch they're yeah they're they better yeah they're a good you, catch you marry for a leg up like you yeah. that, that <laughs> is literally what it is or like you marry, you're some people up. marry the other way because they say some other people are um, bad. Well, oh, Lyris, yeah. let's clarify that. Let's actually put it so it's clear. Yeah. Some people would leave the United States. We are using this because we're here. Yeah. But the Western world, let's use that. They would, they would leave the Western world and go back to marry from home countries. For us, let's say Cameroon. Yeah. We'll go to marry back in Cameroon because they feel a good girl. A good girl or especially for men. Because yeah. you rarely really hear it a lot amongst women. 
is men they want to go back and marry like oh i'm gonna get a more respectable girl back home i'm a gonna get a girl who, who hasn't been around who embodies <laughs> the culture of what i grew up with yes she, she's not going to be rude and sometimes it's like well she, she she wouldn't be talking the ones back home are not going to get divorces more have you heard that one too? oh yeah that's a new one too yeah oh she's she's not gonna oh no she's not into this whole feminist thing like you you hear things like that and so people go the distance to look for love because there is the belief as Liri said that it's better back and home then where they're living and then the one i was talking about to clarify so everyone understands a girl back home now from the girl's side will marry a guy in america because i want to go to america right. i want a better life for myself i want a better education for myself they've promised me all these things that is why some people back home will marry people here like there's all of those benefits that they see when they see this marriage so it's a long distance marriage but some people marry with the hope of not keeping it long distance as well mm-hmm. and some people i don't know if they just marry and <laughs> some people are kind of obligated i don't want to use the word forced but some people are but some people are literally i guess i'm going to use it forced to get married that they haven't fulfilled or they are not you are not a man you're not a woman if you haven't if you haven't gotten married so they marry i don't know the first person that comes along second third and sometimes somebody. they make it long distance so they avoid each other being with the person literally right yeah and that's literally what that because she was saying she said she dated this guy for four years and he just got up one day and said he's moving and she was like okay uh moving for he said a better job came and then when he moved the phone calls just, you know, mm. cut off. He and didn't just, know so it, how to leave you after four years. Yeah, because she, she's like, oh, the family knew each other. I'm like, oh, yeah, she just kind of faded off. <laughs> so he just faded off. And so some people, which is maybe the, the whole thing of accountability is going to come up. People don't want to be accountable or they don't want to give you closure because they are timid, right? They are timid sometimes. Sometimes they... Um, are unsure themselves. They, they don't know what to say. They fear of facing the truth, right? Me telling you that I'm breaking up with you means or I'm facing some it. Some people are just heartless. A. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, because some people are actually just there's no reasoning behind the hurt. Yeah, the they hurt. Yeah. Give up. I just didn't want to. It's about me. So be careful with our narcissists out here. Oh yeah. Are we done with the... Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So now, moving on from that. uh, What difficulties do long-distance relationships face, would you guys say? Distance. I would say physical intimacy. Exactly. Distance. Yeah. That was what I meant. No, yeah. No, just helping you. True. There is mistrust. A lot of the time. Because you keep wondering, like, what What are they doing? What are they doing? Especially if it's for a long period of time. Yeah. And then sometimes, if you guys were... Sometimes this also plays a factor. When you guys were already close, Mm -hmm. and then that break comes, it also plays a dynamic to it versus people who just met online. Because if I just met you online, sometimes I feel like it's... The physical aspect in it yet is more like there's an anticipation to when it's going to happen. But that person who just who who they were together and then they separated there is that missing it so you keep in it and then maybe it's you know it's how... like a new relationship yeah and i'll ask a question would you consider this long distance i don't know some people would date each other and then kind of just 
fly to each other's house every other month, so they're never actually not ever together. What? I'm, I'm... Oh, okay. You are, let's say you live in Dallas and she's in UK or something. Yeah. But what you guys do is you guys fly to each other's house. You guys take turns in each other's house, like September here, October here, November here, yes. December there. Is that a long-term long relationship? relationship? So they're never actually not together. Oh wow! But I guess there they just have the distance, but they've actually covered the distance. So yeah, it's, I, I I wouldn't necessarily. Think I wouldn't necessarily think that at that point you would say long distance because, because you've conquered the aspect of distance in yours. So now everything is in place because the the intimacy is there, right? The communication is there. You know everything is flowing. So pretty much, you know, I, I would say you are not in that in that thinking. I would say you're not. Because long distance means that distance is such a hindrance. But maybe they will tell you they want to see each other every day. Who knows? I, I, have, I have every second of the day. I, I wouldn't, but who knows? There are people and like that. You know one thing? I would think it's a problem with long distance relationships. When you see a guy and, or a girl and you see her friends, her family, it almost gives you an idea of what this person is. You get to see the whole person, the whole picture, her different dynamics. Oh, yes. But when, you, when you're talking to this person long distance, I can sell you whatever I have to for the hour I talk to you. Oh, true. I can prep everybody around me when you come to visit. But if you're with me consecutively, you're going to let no your butt down. prep 365 days a year. Something's going to happen. Or someone's going to, oh, African people gossip. Other people don't gossip. No, it's yeah, facts. But you it's hear facts. something, yeah. out, you hear, you see someone at Walmart or a friend of a Walmart, something. A comment on, I don't, when you're just in the same vicinity, usually you bump into the same people and you hear things. And you make connections not only with your partner, but like you said, partners, friends, and family. And it gives you a little window to who that person is. But then, even when, when, if you guys get to marriage, you begin to see things about this person. Oh, this is how many times you talk to your friends on the phone in a day. She spends six hours on the phone. You you didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, this is how you and your friends hang out. You didn't know that. All of True. these things you didn't know, and now you're seeing this in the marriage. So, to me, I think this translates to, to divorce. Yes. Or all these marriages where there's confusion, family starts stepping in, friends are stepping in, there's confusion the first couple of years. It's because you're literally, you're marrying the person on the phone, and now you're living with me, you're like, that's how you put your clothes. That's how you... I would that. say it could. I have some people who say they would date someone, and even without long distance, that will be for you for at least three months for the marriage, yeah. two months, one month. I think I'd like us to do an extended sleepover. <laughs> yeah, if you are an extremely messy person, I need to know that this one getting into an asking you is something you're willing to fix because I will break off an alien relationship. True. Okay, I also have this coming contrary from you, right? I'm just gonna play this advocate on the side. Um, I also believe that you, people can live separate lives in separate homes and if I already have access to you now this is not like long distance right mm-hmm. I'm just saying now in general if I can visit you anytime I want I can pop up anytime I want I don't necessarily have to stay with you for three months or six months to know who you are yeah. because if I pop up in your house on a Monday or Tuesday I'm going to know if you're a messy person if you're an organized person because you have somebody who is neat but they're messy right yes you have someone who is dirty 
<laughs> you just have someone who is just a dirty. They don't do their laundry like you're just dirty. You have someone who eats a lot. You have someone who is a picky eater, you see. But I, I don't necessarily think if you're dating someone, you must live with that person for an extended period of time to get to know that person. But if it's long distance, I get it because when I travel a distance, I have to live with you, right? If it's two weeks, a month or two, live with you to get to know you. But if I'm living 30 minutes from your house or 20, I don't need to move in with you for three months before you tell me to marry you. And, and it can go both ways. You can do like I'm saying, pop up, see what you're doing, or extended um, sleepover. Which is three days. Or two days, one week. But even you people who sure. live together, live close to each other, still do that. I come to your house before you realize no, so we're hanging out and then I sleep over. That's yeah. what I mean. We're yeah. just saying that everybody has a different approach to something. So it's okay if you want to do an extended sleepover. You don't want to do it all like at night saying just pop up or whatnot. Or like some other people prefer that I know three months before you get married, two months, a month, it's all a year. A year. What what works for you? Oh yeah, talking about this, I just remembered. <laughs> some people are also like you guys kind of mentioned it some people are in long distance relationships because like you put said they are forced I, when i got into the relationship with you now you're changing while i'm already in the marriage i can't in our culture you can't just leave marriage like that right so now we have kids now you have a husband that suddenly isn't just coming home <laughs> he travels and he's just coming less and less home like it, you understand he's just distancing yeah. himself so it's not like i chose to be in a long distance relationship now i'm with a partner that is just you get what i'm saying they don't care now you get what i'm saying so there is actually that aspect of the unknown i am dating somebody and it goes to every relationship but i think it's even worse for long distance true you're dating this person you just don't really know because they can just wake up and it's the unknown I don't know it and it's even worse when the person is long distance versus when they're close to you yeah I thought so yeah point <laughs> there, okay what you said. now moving on would you say we did a, a poll actually mm-hmm. on African tip we did on Instagram guys keep up with our stories trust me keep up with our stories always have some interesting polls running up there anyways do you would you say people in courtship and people in marriages experienced experience the same issues it's what is courtship dating relationship yeah just dating not married okay, okay. so it means it means it means like your like your fiance or yeah maybe fiance yeah boyfriend, boyfriend girlfriend okay. yeah um not necessarily i think there's a lot a lot more at stake and you're married mm-hmm. so wait i mean when you're dating i'm not saying that it's easy to just go in and out or something but i think that just the commitment part in terms of your marriage this is especially for people who think that this is some people think oh i'm just gonna divorce some people like me if i marry you i'm not going anywhere so we will have to deal with each other it's i feel like yeah it's to me the commitment is just more binding which makes everything riskier right what do you think Lena? Okay, so I feel like when you're in this marriage slash when you're in a relationship, relationship or whatever, or courtship, or mm-hmm. courtship as Edna is saying, there's some independence in your courtship slash relationship. I don't feel like 
daily things are run by someone but literally when you're in a marriage it's almost like everything is run by someone of course literally even the grocery list is run by someone mm-hmm. bills are run by someone the car you're taking out it's not run by someone but it's a it's a it's a community it's a communication yeah. thing you guys agree on it it's like two people so being one i feel like half of the problems that pop up in marriages don't pop up in relationships because i'm in my house i eat cereal 24 7 that's okay mm-hmm. now i'm in your house and all I of want a sudden i'm party stew all of a sudden you, you're even <laughs> looking at the groceries and you're like okay i only eat um my organic or something like that which right. relationship is either you're coming over to my house today i know you like rice it's I'll, easy to treat I'll, you i'll cook the rice today that's right. fine but maybe me i eat fufu five days you eat rice five days now we're together <laughs> we're like okay let's figure this out so that sense of independence in a relationship is that enough. i feel like if you're not willing or to give that up when you're in a marriage and make it codependent code mm-hmm. is usually need, needs to be codependent yeah. then that's on a each problem. other you're holding on to it okay now it's almost like you're living your life i'm living my life then we choose what to share Right. So now when we have kids, are we going to choose what to parent with them? No. Definitely marriages. Yeah, you're right. Ma- so marriage definitely. I usually get, sorry, like cut you off? I think I Yeah, I was just trying to say when in the poll, right, 68% of our African listeners felt that marriage takes a lot more than courtship. It does. Right? Mm-hmm. Some, uh, I think uh, 20% believe that nobody respects any relationship period whether you are in a uh, courtship or marriage there are people that just don't to them it's like eh, it can break or not break right so eh, you can divorce or not divorce you can break or not break no i'm just saying that i'm just saying those were the results that were there so uh most uh 20 were kind of like a lot of people were more like relations uh marriages take a lot more to maintain and sustain versus relationship which is what we are all saying anyways we're all agreeing and then there was a certain percentage of people small but it was enough right to bring up that that conversation here that a lot of people really even if they marry you they they are not going into it thinking what we are saying right now they are thinking like well it's a relationship i've just chosen to sign a a legal paper because it's not like i'm saying it needs to be a 360 person different personalities I feel like when you're in a relationship and then when you get married, there there will be a difference. Right. It's not like a whole different person, but it's there is a little difference here and a little difference there. Now, when you get married and your life flawlessly continues the same way, either you were someone who in the relationship, you guys were so serious, you guys were already in the marriage flow. Uh, yeah. Then there's no purpose. change. Then there's but no change. if you were not in that flow and you're still not in that flow now, then what's yeah. happening? True. The same person in your house. Exactly. Right. You, it's pretty and, much courtship. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying again. Devil's advocate. When when I saw that, the first thing that popped in my head is, when you marry someone who is who is not a right fit for marriage. Mm-hmm. So you take somebody who looks at, they they pretty much just look at man and woman in terms of, we are in a relationship. So this is a piece of paper, right? You and I are going to be flowing the same way we were flowing as dating right i'm just dating you the difference now is we've signed this paper that says marriage i don't have to change and you don't have to change and that's what that what i'm saying is that the, the people that poll those people are trying to say there is no respect for it because i am not seeing like this institution is so different mm-hmm. that i should treat it differently from how i was treating you 
when we were in the dating world, why should I be treating you any different now, now that we're married, simply because we signed a piece of paper? But you know what I have to add there? When you make someone marry you, what do you expect? Exactly. Like, no, they were expecting the same thing. I know, that's what I'm but I'm like, when someone is not ready for marriage and you keep bringing up marriage, 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 and they are like, fine, let's get married. Guess what? It's dangerous. It's dangerous because you're not there. You are, but you're not. And I know some people who, which I think is sad, just get married because they want a wedding. I literally heard it a couple of times. Especially oh, that happens to women. women. Yeah. They just want a wedding. Um, okay. Just want to waste my money, I guess. <laughs> That's literally what's happening. When you come to these long distance people, and especially Africans and stuff, the only way you guys to be together is if you guys get married before the family be like, okay, now you, you, you're good to go this distance to be with this person oh now, that's another thing too like the marriage was an agreement was kind of like a compromise for like okay i want to be with be with you but i cannot go the to the across the river for you without anything so you marry me now it's like a guarantee now we're here and did you from the did you when you ready for marriage or were you just ready to be with this person and then out of pressure you marry and people don't before some people before they want to travel because what he's saying don't i i I was never a fan of the idea that show somebody before you leave show a girlfriend show a man before you leave i am i don't understand where that is coming from uh i don't i mean some people see that it's fine but i don't know why i have to show you someone before i travel i think sometimes it, it also works with Okay, go ahead. Actually, I, I think I need to clarify what you're saying so everyone understands. What you're talking about is when you want to travel yes. out of like Cam- Cameroon and your parents or family members say, bring a girl or a guy and show so we at least know someone so that if anything happens, you'll marry them. Yes, that's what she meant. So continue. Yeah, because you just jumped into it. Actually. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is I don't think it's in every aspect that that happens because sometimes I think it happens sometimes based off of the age of the person who is leaving because you are leaving your family to a new world and culture. Sometimes your family has that fear that you may go. One, you need to understand you may never return. I understand that. Wait, I'm just trying to get her the 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 reason. But the other person is a scapegoat. I hear you. I'm just giving the I'm reasons why. Serious, but the only reason you brought me home, guys, I'm just playing me. the devil's advocate. I know. I'm just saying something. But I'm like, the only reason you brought me home is because they told you to bring someone home. And not honestly, you brought somebody me that you knew maybe in four years, you might not feel the same way. Distance sometimes can break things. And not sometimes. Somebody, I mean, not distance not actually changes. No, you know why I say but distance changes. Break. Break. Okay. Breaks things where someone's like, I'm not interested. What if someone goes somewhere and finds a, a better match? The thing is, I've seen some people who are now basically being forced to marry the person that you made me show you before I left. And to me, I found someone who is more suitable to me and my life at this moment with what I have achieved. And that is a family fight to get married. True. So I think... um, True, but I also think that it plays differently in if you're living with a woman and she you've she's had two three kids with you and you suddenly say you want to travel and your family says well make things legal with her i mean and I protect those part, kids that part is totally no yes. i'm just trying to clarify for people listening because sometimes you'll be like well it, i mustn't marry the person that i have kids with but I'm, I'm pretty sure if you have three kids with a lady that you've not legally signed documents with that's it's not just a security for that lady it's also for the children that you have right 
because the only person that is there at the time is the woman and these kids are growing maybe without with an absent father in terms of long distance sometimes if you have a little bit of compassion i'll say just put yourself in that person's shoes because you were there three times for a reason just think if yeah three kids how would i feel right Sometimes people are so removed that you have no ounce of compassion sometimes to f- see what you're doing. I'm sorry, I just feel like I've heard some stories that this thing is usually um, it's a little bit um, kind of sad because you leave somebody three kids and you just leave. You hear they're married somewhere else with other kids. <laughs> like, come on now. I, I think like, let's try to have hearts. Like the long distance has advantages and disadvantages because long distance sometimes you go to find opportunities for you and the family it's hard for for you to uproot maybe young kids or something all at the same time you go to like pave the way right but at the same time if you find people paving the way and they they enter this world of deceit right and where you're hurting the person you, you left behind so long so hey long distance relationship oh the person you left behind this is something i've also told people the person you left behind moves on Yep. You you can travel out and you go back and she's remarried. <laughs> because and sometimes the communication is just like it's bad. Because you've seen influences, maybe th- I'm having flashbacks of Nollywood movies. <laughs> you know, like yeah, there's never a cell phone. Yeah, like I'm like, what there were letters, guys. You have post I mean, oh, I went and I thought the movie would tell you like five years later, this girl was being stigmatized, being castigated because maybe she has a kid with this guy or she's been, she's rejecting suitors and she's waiting for, for chooks to come back from <laughs> abroad or, or the boy, as they say it. And then chooks comes back after five years and the movie portrays like that is such a happy ending for that girl, right? It's like, it's portraying there that women should stay steadfast, right? To men who have traveled out and promised the marriage. But yet this same culture is a culture that promotes a woman getting married at her prime and reproducing. You get what I'm saying? So you, it's like, do you stay true to this man? Because we women, we are seen within the culture that you have to be loyal to a man even when he is not married to you. That's another aspect we don't understand. The moment we are in a relationship, relationship, there should always be loyalty on both parts. But what you're trying to say is, in our culture, you feel like women are held to more accountability in terms of loyalty. Right? Nobody is questioning this guy. Like, okay, if you travel, what what methods are you going to use to communicate? What methods are you go? How are we going to communicate so that when so that I know that you're okay and fine and you come back? Then just sitting there and being blindly like just blindly being loyal to a man who is now married to someone else or returns with someone else or goes and has a completely different family somewhere else and you're sitting there and it's like, oh, since somebody left, they haven't sent you an email, they haven't sent you this. You didn't know his family to go ask his family like okay your kid left are you trying to tell me you don't know where your kid is and then the movies will portray it like he comes back and then it's like this girl wasn't patient to wait for the guy i wouldn't be patient for five years without communication i wouldn't be patient for five years without communication waiting for a man that his family know my <laughs> like there's just no communication between his family and my family how do i wait for you then that's just what I'm saying. They, so marriage, marriage is, and I just feel like in marriage is totally different because marriage entails sacrifice. That's for me personally. But in relationships, 
I don't think it, yes, it's you are compromising in relationships Please. towards some people do whatever. for relationships. I've, I've seen, seen it. it, but most often uh, when you hear the stories, it comes back to bite you who sacrificed. You've had a man who sacrificed to send a lady, young lady to, to school, right? And then the moment she's educated, she gets married to somebody else. But guys, of course, it's not all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, we know it's all the time. She's sacrifice. Just, she's just bringing out these problems with this long distance relationship. Yeah, like, yeah. because sometimes that's why it doesn't work. And then these things scare people from also doing it the next time. But most often, when you see in our African communities, when you see long-distance relationships succeeding, most often, there is extreme loyalty. Most often, I'm not saying all the time, from women. But I mean, the, some of the men too are extremely loyal. Yes, this, this is what I'm trying to say. From the perspective of back home. When you look, because when I went and looked at the data and, you're, and the survey, it said there, a lot of African women with kids are waiting for men abroad to can, return can I say and something? come back. But but most men that their wives travel abroad, right? These men are left back home to wait for the lady to go bring greener, greener pastures. When she's returning, he's remarried or he's had kids with other people. Most often, the men will I, move on, but women kind of stay. Like yeah. But you know, we would. <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes I'm like, if we have the same number of women traveling and leaving husbands behind, how come when these women come back, they have to fight out another woman living in that home or, or other kids? But a man would travel and come back and meet his wife with the kids with the there. Kids there. Yep. So the, the numbers are staggering. Like the disparity is it's, it's wide, that it's wide enough for a conversation. So something is going on there. So what, what, is, what are those things that we think causes these long-distance relationships to fail? I mean, I Ma- marriages. Let's I mean, start with I marriages. Like it's kind of what we have already, already, we have, we have already said. They feel because of the distance, loyalty. I, I feel like it's kind of what we Cheating, a lot of it. Like you said, cheating. Infidelity is, yeah, was the number one. Do you know? So, oh, sorry. I know this is digressing mm-hmm. a little bit. Do you know something I don't get? Which people say it's fine. You're in America. You were with a girlfriend back home. You come to America. You've been here alone. You've been here a long time. You go back. You marry the woman. You come back on your own. Mm-hmm. You travel back. Be with her. She's pregnant. You come back on your own. So what? You just don't want to be together permanently because. <laughs> <laughs> some people don't have the means to bring the person that I get we have to make sacrifices for greener pastures right. I'm talking about the people who have the ability to bring them and they just deliberately don't and why and I have another question following to that I know it's rather than answer half a question no it's fine would you say that person is being a husband then to that lady like when, when, when that person says I've been married for 10 years are you my actually married for 10 is, years because you are more apart my question then is you are together to the, with that person my question is I'll take the question back to the lady what did you tell him were your expectations because if you're still there after all these years apparently he's being a husband to you because you're still there but if I believe you're not being a husband to me I need you to explain this if, if I've said my rules on the table like hey this is a marriage this is what I expected to have and you tell me there's absolutely no way you can give that to me ever. The problem, I feel like we don't say anything. We keep hoping, oh, he'll do it. No. Ask him. It's been five years. We're not together. What is happening? Let him tell you to your face then. 
this is what we will keep doing. I if hear what that you're is saying. a deal breaker for you, leave. But don't hope it will happen. And that's one thing. Women in our culture, we're quiet, we are submissive, which is not bad. We have been taught to shut up to the point that someone wants something, they don't say anything, and we are hoping. He's not much really going to read your mind. And if some and sometimes they know and I'm choosing to act oblivious because I do not want to do it, so they'll never do it. Yeah. So I think another thing we have to kind of help with our culture is you asking for things and you want in a marriage that's lasting your entire lifetime. And I, let me come from the guy's place too. Hey, you seem all happy. When I call you, you're happy. I come back <laughs> home, you're happy. You never complain. Why would I do anything other than what I've been doing? Exactly. And I, I have a theory. I, I don't know if this is a theory, but it's what I think. I think most often it's because marriage is sold to us as young girls as being the ultimate happy dream. The happy, so happy after. Yeah, so you are married. Yay! Everything has settled. You have the kids for your husband. You are not seen as the B word. In Africa, we say barren. Right? You are not seen as the woman. You have kids for him. So persevere. Sacrifice. You see? That's what marriage is. It's your husband. You can't leave. It's for, you know, good or bad. For better or for worse. So we are sold this, that. That's why, again, I still go to Nollywood movies because I believe that this, it's one of the ways that we used to sensitize a lot of people, right? Because the, con- the amount of movies we consume as Africans, Nollywood, what do we consume in Africa? It's, it's, it's staggering. And when you watch a movie, I'm like, if thousands and millions of people are watching this movie where this girl spends her entire life and they say she's humble, but yet that movie to me is portraying her as being someone who never stood up for herself who never faced her identity. She was oppressed even by her stepmother, like, right? By her half-siblings. She never had a voice. And then this guy comes and marries her and the movie gives this idea. I think even the Western world does it. Gives this idea like, oh, she's married and everything is fine. So they don't, the movies never portray in marriage. You have to navigate issues in marriage, right? So now this girl sits like, well, he married me so he did a favor. I am one of the lucky ones that got a husband. So now what my mom told me is, I can't make this husband leave. How is that person going to call that husband and say, hey, (laughs) right? We need to do this. Or this is what I expect. They don't. Because when you go, they'll be like, shh. When your husband comes, cook for him. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with cooking for a husband. But what I'm trying to say is, the roles of who a wife and mother is and who a father and husband is, they have to be defined. When we are telling young girls that this is what marriage is, we should be telling young men that this is what marriage is in, from the perspective of what they are supposed to do, not what they should just expect from women. Because they tell us women what to do and then they tell the man what to expect from a woman, right? And then his duty is just provide. So a man travels to America, he's sending money back home, And to him, he's providing and he expects this wife to be loyal. Guys, intimacy to your wife is part of your responsibility and duty. That is providing is also that. You have to provide that intimate need, right? So the woman, you have to. You have to provide physical, emotional support, every spiritual support to your wife and kids. So if it's long distance, you have to have that conversation so you fulfill those roles. Both, like... Both man and woman, both wife and husband. Not just the wife doing it and then the man just says, well, I provide. I work three jobs and I provide. That's true, but you're providing in one area and the rest is struggling. Hence, the marriages break. 
Well, at least that's what we think over here in Tijuana. <laughs> marriages are breaking. No, for rich, I think I went on a trade right there. Yeah, I went on and on, but it's just frustrating when you watch movies or you listen to people talk, like Liris is saying, and you're just like, what? So you didn't tell him what you're expecting from this marriage? Yep. Because you're not told to have any expectations. Your job is to please him. Like you, you are lucky to have found him. So you'll have him. Yeah, you would ask a girl, how many kids do you want? I don't know. My husband and I would decide. No, what do you want? So that when he says six and you, and then you say three, you guys meet in the middle. Like what? Like zero. I just know I want a man who's going to have money. So he provides. Providing is more than just money. When you get into the marriage, then you figure out it's a lot more than that. And I, before you guys come chewing that we are not married on here, we are coming from the perspective that we have married parents. <laughs> I'm just going to that's say that. I don't have know. to be married to know. I've seen my parents and I, that's the biggest example I will use. I've seen where they thrive and where they struggle, right? And you know what? When you talk about wrong, this long, oh, wrong, long distance relationships, you'll find people meeting that we never have met. Like someone from Germany marrying someone in Zimbabwe. Yep. Like... Long, like exactly. long distance actually brings the most unlikely people together especially and when then long distance help people stay together before maybe you moving would have been a deal breaker but technology has made it to where we can keep this relationship going right like if you are determined you can that's keep, so true you, if you are determined you have three days off hey fly there maybe you save every dollar you have so you can go there every three months if you're determined to make this work it will work so long distance is not a deal breaker it's just are you willing to go the distance oh wow yeah that's wow. a good one i really good <laughs> wow lini <laughs> that was good <laughs> but that's the thing are you willing to go the distance to be with this person are you willing to stand everything like it's not easy but if you want to you will like when i said love is not enough it's because love is not it's, i'm not saying it's not important but love literally isn't enough for long distance relationships i can love you but if i don't have the time to show you how would you even know how would you even know that i love so you, you need to you know you need to use time you need to create time and somebody's like well i don't have time nobody has an extra amount of, of time. time on the clock we all have 24 hours if a is making it work b is going to make it work and it has to be sacrificed some you have to but people want to be in long distance relationship and still get it you see what i'm saying no if you're in a long distance relationship and you choose to keep someone to wait on you um yeah trying to be faithful maybe one of those things you have to deal with but it's a sacrifice can i ask a question people in long distance relationships where you guys are not engaged there's nothing what do you so if i call and i'm like hey i've met someone here who is close to me I'm with them. Wait, I don't... That's the risk. And that's why we said that's the unknown. Like, you are not here with me. So if I call in three years, I'm like, I've met someone here who I'm close to. We, <laughs> we never talked about marriage. We just like to so earn where we're going. Now I've met someone who I, who I, I now love. What's going to happen? What? She definitely hurt you and broke your heart. Yeah. That's just what that is. So that was cheating. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, what it's, do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you fell with somebody without cheating. You have. It just fell into your lap. I guess. Well, really. it depends because some people may find themselves being drawn to someone else, and they want to be. They don't want it to proceed mm-hmm. without with them being here. So they're going to tell you, "I've met someone, and I want to." Ex- you understand? I, I 
feel a strong connection with them. I really like them a lot and I want to move there. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have taken that step on cheating. But majority of the time, I just feel like when you're in a marriage and you're already kind of being tricky about your time, your commitment and stuff, of course you're going to meet somebody else because if you're not giving that time via phone, like we said, to your wife, <laughs> like you said, FaceTime, internet, WhatsApp calls that are free now, if you are not investing that time in caring for your wife and kids, then definitely you are investing it on something else, right? What are you investing in on? The friends in the Western world you went out with? What, are they female? What? You understand, if you're not, if you're, if I like lyrics and I suddenly cut the time I spend with lyrics to bond more with lyrics, what does that mean? I'm giving that time to something else. Yeah. Definitely. If you're not bringing in more money, you're not bringing in more time. So clearly, it means you're not putting in that time at work. So where are you putting in the time? With someone else, right? Be it male or female, but you are prioritizing somebody else. I, I, I just think you need to, like I say, you need to recognize the needful. Just recognize what you have to do and you do it. Most of the times, then these long distance relationships will work. And one other question I have, when do you say this is the time? Because that's another poll we did on African Teapot, right? When do you say this is the time for me to cut it off? In a long distance relationship? Yeah, like when do you, and what are those things that you notice that tell you, you that, to me hey, okay, this month? is it. I honestly think it sums down to if you're not getting what you need. Like, what is the deal breaker what, for you? What is the point of being Maybe there? if I talk to you once a month, then that's a problem. What are you, what, what are you doing in 29 days? Exactly. Maybe exactly. if in the last year, and maybe we're only two hours apart, you have, you've been unable to fly or drive. Like, I get it. There can be a bad situation with understandable, but if I know you have the means and you can't go two hours, Example, that's a problem. We are in a world of a lot of technology. Someone says, I didn't have the time to text you. They have an Apple Watch. They have AirPods on. They have a phone that you're on right. 24-7 and you're telling me I did not see your text. How? Bro, if I, I've this happened to me and this was just a friendship kind of thing, like, oh, why don't you, did you see right. my text? Why don't you, whatever. I didn't have time. Turn around the same second while I was sitting there, had about three FaceTime calls, multiple texts with people who I want to say have not done as much as I did. Right. In terms of coming through for somebody. Right. I literally pack up my things and leave. I'm not getting, again, guys, there's a difference between a need and a want. If you are not getting what you need in a relationship, you need to exit. Wants are different. I mean, wants is like, okay, I didn't, it's not something that I need, but maybe it's, this is not something that he can afford right so now. So we can. A need cannot be compromised with. She needs communication. She's not getting it out. <laughs> I, need, I need to get married. Am I getting it out? out. Yes. I don't, I don't, like, that's why I say, don't take a want and put in a need. Because you get wants and you're not getting anything you need. Then, at some point, let's say maybe you wake up in a couple of years, <laughs> you want something else, you'll be like, I mean, we've been yeah, doing this. You are right. because Why should I change? I just thought of this. Because sometimes your wants can actually distract you from, from your, your needs. needs. That's a good one. Because sometimes you don't see it because, uh, I want you to buy me, I, I, I want designer purse. I want, I want, I want a vacation. I want to but fly out. Then the fact that he's not talking to you. He doesn't talk to you, and then when he pops up, he he, he gives you gifts or you buys these things, like, yeah. and you're just thinking, oh, he loves he me loves so much. Yep. He's showing me affection, but you're realizing that girl that whose guy isn't buying her the designer bags and stuff, 
but talks to her every other night, right? Mm-hmm. If she has a, a flat tire, he's, he's like, pulling he's pulling up. Or if he's not there long distance, he's called your friends. Hey, did you guys get that resolved? Or, you know, there are things that people do versus you just wanting gifts and that person is just absent. Yes. <laughs> it's just absent. If some people, I mean, people have different needs. Let's say you need someone to buy you stuff. If that's a need for you and he's not doing it, then you need to move. Yeah, it can be. It, it, it can may be, be superficial, be, but that's your need. But it's I your guess. need. To so somebody else, that could be a little thing. Like, I mean, he 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 didn't buy you yogurt, but maybe to you, you need that yogurt for some reason. So please, people, first of all, you need to establish when you you want to be in a serious relationship. You need to establish your needs and your wants, and make sure that you someone's meeting your needs. You can have a conversation about wants. You can work towards getting a want. You can. I mean. Maybe you, I don't know where that will happen. I don't believe you can work towards getting a need. But if you want to sell yourself for 90% of a heartbreak, go ahead, which yeah. people are doing. And that's the big, biggest tale. And that goes with relationships, marriages, or even friendships, platonic, anything. If someone doesn't have time to send you a text or check up on you, but yet the moment you're around them, they are constantly on that phone. Yep. giggling and texting they're and answering phone calls they are ignoring you they are keeping you in the dark it's pretty self that's self-explanatory you don't even need them to tell you in your face that, that's or just what you it have is. someone say this um you're, you're just doing too much right now i am telling you if you have, <laughs> if you have never picked up your child faster <laughs> run what the don't that just anyways that, that just simply means you're aware they're not and you need to figure it out oh yeah why why are you not there yet yes or they were there before and honestly they're gonna bore of you it literally happens people get bored of you just doing too much or whatever there's no need you are you do, do, if you are worth it and you feel you're worth it why are you sitting there for someone to be wondering if they want to see you true and i think another tell sign that you know that is done is when you that person you've run out of compromises Mm-hmm. When you start feeling like There's I have compromised to the point that I, I don't like, I can't. It means now you want me to become a dumb dumb. Or <laughs> for you to also, be here, that's yeah. time for you to leave. Also, when you're forgiving too much, yeah, that's what is compromising. There's such a yes. thing as forgiving too much. If I forgive you twenty times in one week, maybe you need to talk about the fact that you're doing something wrong. And if it's the same crime. Okay, yeah. The difference is just place and, and time. time. But it's the same. It's the same like, time. You didn't learn the first, second, third, fourth, fifth time? True. No, that's because you're taking it for, for granted. You're taking the forgiveness, the love and affection for granted. True. Oh, and I saw this somewhere. The more you forgive, the more you fall out of love. So be careful with sitting there and forgiving all the times. You wake up one day and this one will pass in front of you and you'll be like, why do I don't like him? Actually, that's true. And it happens not only in those plat- uh, romantic relationships. Even in marriage. Even in platonic relationships, it does. It does. Like Where you have a friend and you just feel like, I've given and I've tried yes. and tried. How about you try this time? So a lot of... I had guy, a guy went out there talking about it. And the guy was like... I mean, she always forgives me. And I didn't know how to tell him. If she forgives you, the every day, every time she forgives you, one person I love has dropped. Keep doing it. See, see how far it's going to take you. Mm, you, can, you can only break my fingers so many times. So many times. So, 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 back to where so guys too, because say, oh, that girl is nice. When I do something, she forgive me. And another thing, guys, when a girl stops talking about a problem, she has checked out. Be happy when your girl is screaming, not screaming, but complaining about something and she cares. Because me, when I checked out, you're talking, I'm like, I don't have time. I don't want to invest in this because I'm out. 
So some guys, I mean, that she has stopped talking. Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> so I'm not, you know. And it's both ways. And for guys, this this thing it also applies to you guys because maybe we are female speaking. It's just like oh, we are speaking just from the female perspective. For men, it's it's what Liri said is pr- pretty much the same thing. If you're speaking to a guy or a guy has been there and say, hey. Stop. You keep going out and coming back at this time and hanging out with these friends of yours. I don't like it. Or you need to spend more time with me and, blah, and you're not. And then suddenly he stops complaining about it. Or maybe simply you need yeah. to buy us more water. So not, like, it could be anything. And I don't get girls. A guy will tell you, what I don't like is when you scream in public. And you come home, you start washing dishes. You make sure he has <laughs> breakfast. And you go out the next day and you scream. You come back, you do everything good, you go out the next day and you scream. Girl, did this man tell you he needed any more fufu or his cousin? No. He just asked you, and let me tell you something like my smart brother once said. Mm-hmm. Our smart brother, yeah, by the way. He said, he said they are basic. They tell you what they want and they need. Stop screaming. Stop screaming. They are like, it's not us girls where... They need to read our minds, need to figure out. Yeah, we are more complex. They're like, yeah. when a guy picks out the things he likes or doesn't like, like they're pretty simple. Screaming. Guys are pretty simple. So, why like... do we girls go around and do 360 things when he asks for one thing? And then at the end, we say, well, we did the sacrifice, which is what offense gets to me. Like, why were you sacrificing in a relationship when that person didn't ask for it? one and then what he asked you ended up sacrificing all this stuff and you didn't even do what this yeah. person so asked to him you never sacrifice anything because honey he has a dishwasher to wash his, his dishes sweetie he has daughters to eat he needs peace sweetie, he has hands what he asked from you was peace of mind <laughs> in public you went around making fufu and giving so you wanted to cook the fufu and let him refuse eating it then it'll be the next issue so you cook the food it's like well you're feeling generous you're cooking <laughs> And then he eats, and then when he says, I'm done, well, I sacrificed, I, I will leave I, work, come back and cook. He's like, I didn't ask you to cook. I, I asked you to just stop screaming yeah. and disrespecting me in public. Disrespect for men, I've figured it out. When, before we had this episode, we talked to a, a, a collected sample, and disrespect was flowing. Yeah, flowing all through. Through this long distance, they're like, oh, for women, women tend to disrespect men. You know, like you call a woman and she she wants to complain about something on the phone, like long distance or something. She starts insulting him instead of saying what it is. Oh, uh, you know what they say? Useless man. This blah, 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 you know, and he, he insulting. He's like, OK, maybe he truly did something wrong. But now insulting him makes him feel yeah. disrespected. And then he shuts off. Sometimes that kills and just makes the distance. If it was two miles, it just makes it eight miles. For most men in long distance relationship, when we asked, like if you're in a long distance relationship, what would they say? A lot of men talked about disrespect. They talked about loyalty from women. They said, these days, <laughs> we girls are loyal. I'm like, what? Said, yeah, they were like, we are not loyal these days anymore. You keep a girl and you come back. She's like, well, she's married, but she's in a situation because her husband is not around. What? Yes. <laughs> um, oh yeah what do you know Lini you and I asked and we heard that I was like what but yep but any last thoughts remarks about long distance relationships get STD tested Oh my god. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. And after being away for three years, make sure you get please do. <laughs> yeah, and guys, please protect yourself. We don't want kids out of the marriage when you you needed loyalty and this person was relying. 
kids out of the marriage also break these relationships. And as for me, I would say I want to hear the love letters. All right. So this brings us to the, you know, to the end of um, our topic for today. And then we are going to jingle into our love letters. Okay, guys. So our very first letter is from Zawidi and she's from Kenya. Zawidi says, a happy Valentine to my fiance, Pascal. Hon, I love you and I can't wait for us to start our forever this year. Love you and again, happy Valentine. Aw, thank you, Zuidi, for being a listener, for participating in our love letter segment. And hopefully, Pascal hears your message and you guys have a wonderful Valentine. Happy Valentine, booze. Okay. The next one is from Pascaline and she's from Cameroon. And the message she has is... Happy Valentine to my brother Valdez, who is in Canada, and introduced me to listening to African Teapot. Nice! We are orphans, and we are each other's parents and best friends. Thank you for fighting for us, being there, and doing more than your best. Love you. Wow. That was powerful. And by the way, just a big shout out to your brother for listening to the podcast. We have have more female listeners than male listeners. It's great that he not... not only does he listen, he shares with you. And thank you guys for sharing your story. It sounds like you guys have a lot of, I can, there's love, lot of story. There's passion and there's, yeah. and there's loyalty in that. And we are excited that the podcast is like one more way that you two connect. Yeah. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's, guys, <laughs> to both of you. And I mean, keep chatting. <laughs> Reach out to us. It's that sweet. And our very last uh, letter on the podcast, anyways, um, is from Kevin. And Kevin is from South Africa. He says, Happy Valentine to my new bride, Stacy. I love you to the moon and back. Our soon to be addition is a blessing to us. Happy Valentine to you guys, Exy and Lini. You are now a part of our family virtually. Never stop, guys. Thank you, Kevin, and wow. congratulations, Kevin and Stacy. And I'm assuming Double congrats. that's a bundle, a, baby? Of, a bundle of joy heading wow. our way because we are family now. Um, How to start 2023, guys? I'm pumped from these love letters, and I'm glad that the love letters you guys listen it's not only about lovers because uh, Pascaline's message to her brother, too, that's pretty cool. It's not all about that. And thank you, Kevin, for remembering. Lini and I, of course, we take your well wishes to heart and it's so warm to hear from you guys. And guys, continue to check us out on Instagram and uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode, our very first episode for season three. And I know Edna is doing a closing out and I'm about to just stick my mouth back in here and say one more thing. It's Valentine's. You shouldn't only share love this month, but go out there, share love, reach out to people you necessarily haven't in a long time. Show them that you care. Show them you're there. And I feel like every day we should make it a mission to show someone that someone loves them. Yeah, an affection. Even if it's the same person. And anyways, that's my two-piece. All right, guys. (laughs) See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening and hope you join me for the next episode. 
You can always reach us via email at africanteapot at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at, at african underscore teapot. Thank you.